welcome creatures of the night to episode three of collecting dead man i am your host steven zeman where i take you on my journey to collect every undertaker figure ever made where we deep dive into the history of undertaker figures and we discuss our favorite undertaker memories matches and everything in between before we get started on today's episode a little um update since last episode uh, on the Elite 85 Undertaker. Last week I talked about how I pre-ordered the figure and how I was waiting for it from Ringside Collectibles uh, until this afternoon the figure showed up on my doorstep. Uh, I will discuss this more in weekly purchases but I just wanted to let all the collectors out there know that it is now shipping if you pre-ordered from Ringside Collectibles and it is now in stock in case you haven't. So make sure you uh, get this amazing figure of the dead man. It may uh, well be the last active uh, Undertaker figure we receive if he uh, stays true to retirement and uh, figures crossed he doesn't because the selfish fan in me will love to uh, see him wrestle again. But if this truly is the Undertaker's last match Mattel captured uh, his attire perfectly. So it is something I recommend all collectors pick up and add to their collections because um, it's not something we as collectors are used to having a figure line without an active Undertaker um, look. He's been uh, active since the Hasbros and all the way up through Mattel Elites. So it is certainly something that uh, will be different without an active Undertaker. So it is definitely something I recommend everybody picks up. But more about that in weekly purchases. Now we go to Tales from the Grave, where we talk about my favorite Undertaker memory, figure hunting memory, and figure news in general. My favorite Undertaker memory I want to talk about today is his return as the American Badass back at Judgment Day 2000. Now if you've uh, been listening the last couple episodes, um, my favorite first memory I talked about of The Undertaker was him sacrificing uh, Stone Cold on his symbol, then going on to impersonate Kane to intimidate Vince McMahon, which led to uh, the match we discussed last week on Taker's Mark WrestleMania 15 Hell in a Cell against Big Boss Man. Now the reason why I wanted to talk about his return as the American Badass is because it is the complete parallel, complete opposite of his Ministry of Darkness. And I figured, you know, since we're going to be talking about the Boneyard Taker and he incorporated badass elements into that, I figured it was fitting to discuss, you know, the polar opposite of last week and also incorporating um, some things from the Boneyard. So his return as the Badass, Judgment Day 2000. I was uh, about a t half a year older, about a year, almost a year older uh, since I first saw The Undertaker. First, I, uh, my first memories of him. And I always remember leading up to that pay-per-view, I would watch Raw and SmackDown every week because not only was the wrestling and the storylines way better than it is today, so it was far easier to watch back then. I uh, was always hoping for a surprise. 
a surprise return and a surprise announcement video package for The Undertaker. Now, you're talking almost 21 years ago. I don't remember if they ever hyped anything for Judgment Day. I don't know if they played any promo packages. I'm sure they probably did, but it's not something I can remember now. Um, but I always remember me wanting to get this pay-per-view. I know we ordered uh, WrestleMania 2000 because they had that day-long uh, WrestleMania uh, celebration, which is something I wish they would still do um, on the network and now Peacock. I wish they would give like some kind of special they would uh, film for anything like that, any kind of day-long celebrations. Uh, but I remember we ordered WrestleMania 2000 hoping he would return there. He didn't. Um, the reason why I was hoping for Judgment Day is because I remember they put Kane on the poster. And, you know, it's not something you saw a lot uh, using Kane on pay-per-view posters. But I was just thinking, hmm, maybe they didn't want to use Undertaker because maybe they didn't want to spoil anything. And uh, so we, my parents and I ordered the pay-per-view. And um, I still remember being amazed by his return. You know, bring bringing back to what I talked about the last couple of weeks. Undertaker is always one to spark imagination, and no different than right here when he came roaring down on his motorcycle with his trench coat, his bandana, and sunglasses. You know, once again, uh, sparking the imagination of a, a young eight-year-old thinking. He's just as cool as when he left. And he's just uh, kicking all kinds of butt in the ring, giving it to Vince and Shane and the McMahon-Helmsley faction. I uh, remember hating that faction, hating Triple H, you know, such a good heel, such a good heel faction. And uh, seeing them get uh, their just desserts was just amazing, especially by Undertaker helping Rock. And, uh, and it's just one of those good memories you have of, you know, waiting for your favorite wrestler to make a return, make an impact, and leave it to The Undertaker to do just that. It's something I uh, still remember to this day, watching him return and seeing those little elements of the old Undertaker uh, character with the trench coat and uh, rolling his eyes back and everything. So just a good... Uh, undertake a memory to reflect on today um, I don't know if they uh, uploaded Judgment Day yet on Peacock uh, hopefully they do soon because I would love to revisit that uh, that memory it's uh, one of the more iconic returns especially of the Undertaker and so a, uh, a good figure hunting memory to um, talk about this week is uh, me wanting to find the Raw Heat Undertaker figure that uh, he comes with these uh, large dumbbells, he has the street clothes on, his bandana, and he has a Ministry of Darkness head scan. Now I know some of you may be wondering, oh what a Jax, that's so Jax mashup and everything, but the funny thing is he actually wore this outfit, tail under his Ministry of Darkness um, persona, uh, I he uh, you know he's dealing with these groin injury and so he didn't he didn't fight as much. He would be on commentary, uh, pepping up big show to uh, take care of uh, the business inside the ring. 
and he would wear street clothes, bandanas. He was almost like transitioning into the badass character you can see on TV. Uh, so that's why I wanted to talk about this memory because it was like the transition phase between Ministry of Darkness and the American Badass. And I remember I just loved that idea of that figure, Undertaker's street clothes. I needed to find it. I remember um, a good memory of uh, my dad taking me to Toys R Us on his day off. And I finally found it. I was so happy that I found the Raw Heat Undertaker figure. Uh, I told my dad, we got to call mom when my uh, mom was working. Uh, I don't know if she was uh, teaching preschool at that time or working at the hospital. But I know she'd be having her lunch break soon. So I had to call her. Had to get a hold of her to tell her, you know, like this is big earth-shattering news that I found this Undertaker figure. You know, it's going to change the course of history here. But, uh, you know, as a little kid, you, you want to tell your parents, you know, about the, the fun things that's happening out throughout the day. So uh, my dad took me. I, so he knew. So I got to tell my mom. And uh, she was so excited for me. And because she knew how much these these figure hunts and these finding these Undertaker figures meant to me. Um, and that's always something I hold dear that keeps my dad's memory alive still to this day. Uh, continuously figure hunting and remembering these good memories. So uh, I know that's always something for us collectors that we like to do. We love to find figures on the pegs. We love to uh, see fresh stock because it brings us back to our childhood. It brings us back uh, finding those uh, GX figures on the shelves, uh, loaded with them. And it's just a good feeling to find something that you weren't expecting. So just a good memory for today as well. And uh, on to Undertaker figure news. Uh, about a week back, Mattel released prototype images for Beast Mode Wave 2. Uh, these are those little... Um, crushable packs I found at uh, Walmart. I don't know if Target carries them. I haven't seen any at Target. I've seen them mostly at Walmart. But these uh, little cages that you can break open to free the wrestler. Uh, well, Wave 2 has the Undertaker in it. And it looks like his, uh, his um, monster is almost like a Grim Reaper or skeletal figure. And of course you get the Undertaker mashup, a current Undertaker with like purple gloves. It's a cute little figure, something I will have to add to my Undertaker collection as I am trying to get every uh, Undertaker uh, item ever made. So it's just, I like when they do these little uh, mystery things or little um, small figures because it adds something to the collection especially if you're a superstar centered collector like I am you have to get even the little things because it makes the collection it's little pieces that people are drawn to and I'm glad that they included Undertaker in Wave 2 uh, hopefully that uh, they are released and hopefully everybody out there who collects these or finding these little pieces for their collection are easily attainable now onto figure news in general. Um, in those same uh, reveals, Mattel also revealed Basic 120 Shawn Michaels, which is bald Shawn Michaels. It depicts his tag team match with Triple H against the Brothers of Destruction. So I felt this was uh, relatable to talk about. 
It talks about the uh, it depicts the Saudi Arabia tag team match. Um, it's interesting they did this. It's uh, it's funny that they would release a bald Shawn Michaels. I didn't think it would be something that they would want um, giving attention to. You know, I would think that maybe they put that hat on him, uh, either removable or non-removable. Just give him some kind of small accessory like that. So in the package, he looks more like Shawn Michaels instead of not actually looking like Shawn Michaels. But you never know. Maybe we'll get an elite down the line that can come with his DX vest and a hat. Uh, but this is interesting. I never thought they would make a figure of Shawn Michaels bald. Especially since all four of the uh, competitors in that match have panned that match and saying how bad it was and how they wish they could redo it. So that was interesting. Uh, not something I would pick up because I don't collect anything except Undertaker. Um, but definitely um, an interesting basic for sure. It's, uh, speaking of basics, they also uh, uh, re revealed uh, a new Edge. That seems to be criticized a lot uh, online and in other podcasts of him having a shirt that almost matches his skin tone. Um, I'm glad Mattel does not screw up this badly with Undertaker. I don't know how this got past uh, prototype images to be shown like this, but uh, hopefully they fix that for you edge collectors out there. Because I know if it was Undertaker, it would not be something I'd be too happy with. Not uh, not that bad of a figure. But for all your pre-ordering needs, uh, I recommend Ringside Collectibles. They ship uh, fast. They uh, ship secure. They uh, are able to get out new product on time. And it saves you the trouble of the heartache and misery of not finding anything new in stores. Especially with these distribution problems Mattel seems to be having. Um, they have the Ultimate Edition, uh, Ric Flair and Stone Cold Steve Austin, which looks amazing up there for pre-order. Um, if I was a, um, any type of collector besides an Undertaker collector, I know I'd be getting that. Um, I love the accessories that Austin comes with, that Attitude Era belt and the chain and the, uh, shirt. Uh, Ric Flair's robe looks amazing. So it's definitely something that I look forward to the eventual Ultimate Edition Undertaker. I know they can knock it out the park. I don't care which attire they make. I hope they make multiples because they make multiples of a lot of these wrestlers in the Ultimate Edition. I uh, hope they make many of them. I don't care which one they make. I know a lot of people want the 1998 uh, WrestleMania 14 with the cloak. I'm not picky. I'll take anyone. If they want to do another gray gloves with the hair in the face, I'd love it. 98, Ministry, Badass, Current Day with a couple of extra heads and a championship belt. I would love anything. And um, it's just something to look forward to because they always knock out those Ultimate Edition ones. It always looks amazing. And I just, uh, the reveals of Flair and Austin just makes me even want an Undertaker more. And uh, just if you are ever in the market for any new 
wrestling figures, ringside collectibles is definitely the place to be. Well, that's all for Tales from the Grave. And now we go on to weekly purchases. This week in Digging Up Dead Man, as I like to call it, um, took a little trip to Orlando last week and stumbled upon a uh, very interesting collectible shop uh, called Guns and Comics. Um, it is a, an amazing store. There is stuff wall to wall. Uh, you never know what you're going to stumble across. There is so much to take in. I mean, they had everything from Barbie dolls and Disney to Star Wars and Batman. And it was just sensory overload. And luckily for me, they had very impressive wrestling selection. And um, I picked up Ruthless Aggression Series 32 Undertaker. WrestleMania 24 Series 2 Undertaker and Diecast Radical Rides, the little uh, Diecast cars with a base. Um, there was uh, a couple more Undertaker figures. I didn't know for sure if I needed them, you know. Um, rule number one for us collectors out there always bring your checklist and always make sure to double check the pictures because. I think there's a couple of things there I may need, so definitely be going back to that store. Uh, but yeah, prices are fair. Uh, picked up a couple things from my collection, knocked off a couple more from the checklist. So uh, whenever you can find some things at a store you never know what you're going to find in, I say it's a good day. And definitely a good day to knock things off the checklist. Uh, coming in the mail from eBay. I received uh, Jack's Ruthless Aggression Royal Rumble 2007 series. Uh, I love these, uh, I don't know if I've said it before, I love these pay-per-view series Jack's used to put out. Around the, uh, Mattel does some now, but I know Jack's just went above and beyond doing every pay-per-view they possibly can, uh, putting in time all types of superstars. And I always thought how fitting Undertaker was included in the 2007 series when he ended up winning that Royal Rumble. I, uh, I managed to find that for a good price on eBay, so that uh, was added to my collection this week. And, uh, but the main star of weekly purchases this week is Elite 85 Undertaker depicting his Boneyard match from, uh, from WrestleMania last year where he defeated AJ Styles to go 25-2 and two at Wrestlemania. Uh, I think Mattel did a great job. There's nothing more to say. They knocked it out of the park. Um, the vest is amazing with the uh, Undertaker symbol on the back. They have his ponytail uh, braided just like how he had it. Two sets of extra hands. Um, his gloved hands, I love that they gave him the full black gloves, that's what he wore in the boneyard. The breakaway shovel, the removable bandana, the head scan, I think is a new head scan, it looks amazing. They did the molded on uh, studs for the pants, and his tattoos look great as ever. I think this is the, uh, the best figure of the series. Um, no bias, of course. And just want to read to you what it says on the back. 
At the WrestleMania 36 Boneyard match, the dead man showed AJ Styles why he made a career out of taking souls and digging holes. And I love that little blurb they have on the back there. I, um, I love the packaging, the uh, photos they chose for it. And again, I recommend everybody picking this up. This very, may, this very well might be the last active competitor Undertaker figure we get. Um, and just like I touched on earlier, we as collectors never really experienced a line without an active competitor Undertaker. He has been there from the Hasbros to the BCAs, from the Titan Trons to the Ruthless Aggressions, from the Elites to the Basics. Uh, it's always been an active Undertaker competitor figure. And if this truly is the last one, um, of course I'll always make Undertaker figures. You know, legends, um, different looks. But with him not being an active part of the roster, it just feels like a, a special figure. Definitely one that needs to be added to any collection. And I really couldn't be more proud of this figure. I'm really glad that I pre-ordered it and that uh, was, I was able to add this to my collection and hopefully uh, more people do so as well. Don't sleep on this figure. It's a uh, wonderful piece of not only uh, figure history but wrestling history as well. And that is it for weekly purchases this week. Now we go on to Taker's Mark. We'll be discussing a favorite Undertaker match and pairing it with a favorite Undertaker figure depicting that match. Well, since today is the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania 12, I thought it'd be only fitting that we discuss WrestleMania 12, his match against Diesel, uh, probably the best streak match up to that point. Beforehand he fought Jimmy Snuka, uh, Jake Roberts, Giant Gonzalez, ugh, um, and King Kong Bundy. Uh, Diesel was a welcomed change. It's somebody who could actually give him a good match. Uh, you know you don't think of two big guys giving good matches but this one really paired well. Undertaker would continue to go on having good matches at WrestleMania against big guys in the following years with Cycle Sid and Kane. But this one really set the uh, the precedent right here. And um, I think it's well documented that this match uh, was like the first real good Undertaker match at WrestleMania. Uh, Jake Roberts was good. But I think that the Diesel one is shows off Undertaker's abilities more. Uh, he did more aerial moves. He did more leaping, jumping, uh, striking. Um, and just all of that accumulating in uh, such a great fashion with how he won. I, I love the tombstone to Diesel and Diesel just laying there afterwards. It, it continued to show like how much of an impact that tombstone has. And I love his entrance at WrestleMania 12 with Paul Bearer. I love that he raised the lights twice with that um, structure in the middle of the ring. 
I uh, I just love the feud also going into it. I like I always remember them showing him busting through the ring to grab Diesel. Uh, when Diesel fought Bret Hart in that cage match, Undertaker standing on the cage pointing to him, uh, all because uh, Diesel cost him his championship match at the Royal Rumble against Bret Hart. I thought it was a great feud, great build. The match was good. Um, so since it was an anniversary, I figured talk about WrestleMania 12. It is one of my uh, favorite early Undertaker matches. And um, to pair it with a favorite figure depicting that era of Undertaker, so we're talking purple gloves. Uh, he's just coming out of the mask because uh, he the mask was removed at Royal Rumble. So that borderline between mask and unmasked purple, I figured you had to go with the newest Legends Series 9 Undertaker. Uh, that face scan with the hair in the, in the front of the face, the uh, the glove mold, him signaling for the urn and Shakespeare hands, the uh, the different jacket, the ability to put on the mask or not wear the mask. I think that is probably my favorite purple glove Undertaker figure. Um, you know, it's hard between it's hard choice between that one. And also the very first Jax Series 1 BCA Undertaker. Um, I just went with the Legends one mainly because of his cloak and the face scan. I will always have a soft spot for the BCA figures. I love those figures. But I, I went with the Mattel one. It just... it, it you, you got the mask accessory. You got the, the cool jacket. You got his... Uh, hands that are interchangeable and I think the uh, the Legends figure is uh, definitely the uh, the best figure from that Legends set as well uh, I know some people say the Million Dollar Man one is but uh, I'm biased this is a biased podcast so of course I'm gonna say The Undertaker so uh, that is Taker's Mark for this week and uh, now we go on to Buried Alive, where we talk about a what were they thinking Undertaker item that just is best fitted for the ash heap of collecting history. And this week we'll be talking about the WWF Wall Talkers 3D picture that tells you where to get off. Now, if that doesn't sound too sexual, I don't know what to tell you, but um, with this one, it's a Undertaker 3D picture frame that its eyes follow the direction of the object or person that generates a voice response. You can record a four second message and the motion sensor trigger triggers one of three responses from the dead man including rest in peace my creatures of the night will feast upon the flesh of your corpse and you cannot kill what is already dead now what makes this a what were they thinking item is what were they thinking who would actually want well besides me of course because I have to have I had to have this in my collection 
a 3D picture frame of a superstar that follows you and, re and talks back to you. Uh, not only does the Undertaker portrait on this look hardly anything like the Undertaker, um, it's just a weird item. Is something that I don't see most people would have bought to hang in the house. Uh, I know they also made a Stone Cold Steve Austin one of it. I don't know if they ever made uh, Rock or Mankind or anything else like that. But I know they had Austin Undertaker. The two biggest names of the Attitude Era. Uh, but still, it's weird. It's odd. And I don't really see what the, the niche was what they were going for back then. Um, I like the responses The Undertaker has. They're very, uh, very ministry-esque. Um, but yeah, nothing really good to say about this item. Just another, it's just an item I um, begrudgingly bought from my collection because I'm crazy. And like many collectors out there, you can understand my craziness. Because who else would uh, buy some of these items I talk about each week other than a complete madman? But that's what I am, collecting every piece of Undertaker merchandise, every figure ever made. You know, you gotta have the oddballs and the crazy items in there or else the collection's not fun. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to make collecting fun. We're here to make Undertaker collecting fun. And, you know, if there wasn't for these wall talkers, monster trucks, inflatable items, you know, wh what kind of uh, pieces would there be just to laugh about? So, um, yeah, it definitely, uh, the WWF 3D picture frame wall talkers gets buried alive this week on Collecting Dead Man. Well, Creatures of the Night, I want to thank you again for joining me for another episode of Collecting Dead Man. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at CollectUpDead. Follow me on Instagram at CollectingDeadMan. Um, rate and review. Subscribe to this podcast. Make sure that it does not rest in peace, but it lives forever, much like The Undertaker. Until next week, my creatures of the night, keep collecting dead man.